morning, everybody. <laughs> Let's see if I can make it through without crying today. I was so wrecked during worship. I was like just crying and crying, weeping with the Lord. I was like, man, I haven't had one of these cries in a long time. <laughs> but um, the Lord has just been um, taking me to this very deep place with him. And um, he told me about, he's been telling me about the heart and the matters of the heart and um, just taking me through this, through this journey with him. And it's been so amazing and has brought me so much freedom in this thing. I've just had so much freedom um, to just have those moments of just stepping in with him when when I don't even mean to sometimes because I'm allowing the Lord just to come into my heart in such a deep way that um, the things that didn't matter are going to move out of the way. And, um, and that's where I'm at with him right now. And today's message, I, the Lord told me, call it kingdom come, your will be done. Right. And I started thinking about that. And the other day I was, I was somewhere and the Lord says, don't throw out, it's funny because Judy was talking about the baby, and the Lord says, don't throw out the baby with the bath water. And I was like, what? I was like, that's not even my language. Like, don't throw out the baby with the bath water. And he's like, don't throw all of it away just because things weren't perfect, just because um, the enemy came in in areas with your family or with other situations. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, the unfavorable and the favorable. Keep the favorable and just get rid of the unfavorable, the things that didn't matter. And I was just like, um, you know, I started hearing on Thursday night as we were in worship, I just started um, going before the Lord, and, and I started hearing the cry of the bride and the cry for injustice. And uh, the injustice has been already paid for by the blood of Jesus. Ooh, and um, I've just been on this thing with the Lord, and he's like, you know, just he's been telling me over and over again, he's like, we've wasted too much time on hurt and offense with one another, causing so much division that forgiveness was the key this season. And um, this morning I woke up and I went to sit at the table with the Lord and, and he says, you know, every time we don't forgive somebody in our hearts, we're literally taking them and we're hanging them at the cross again. And that was deep for me. I just started to weep because of how much forgiveness means to the Lord. How important it is that when you talk about love, forgiveness and love walk together hand in hand. And, um, you know, when I was growing up, the Lord really dealt with me about um, bitterness and bitterness in my heart and how it makes your body sick to the point where your bones begin to hurt. And, you know, osteoporosis and all these things. You know, I went through this with a family member of mine and, and, and walked them through some healing in that. And um, even uh, people that have come to our services, I've walked them through the healing of forgiveness because it heals the body. When forgiveness comes, it heals your body and there's no more pain there. And, um, and he's just been talking to me about that. And, you know, when I think about forgiveness, I think about Luke 23, 34. And I think about how he was there and they disrobed him and they divided his garments to cast lots and on um on the 
KJV version of it, it says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. And when I think about that, I'm like, God, if, if you can forgive them, they disrobed you and they were gambling and throwing dice for your clothes, then how much more can it be for me to forgive people that I've never had to go through something to that extent? And so I, I go back and I'm like, you know, about looking like your father, you know, spending time with him, let him coming into your heart and dismembering deception and things we've been deceived in by the enemy of thinking um, we're okay when we're not. And the Lord coming in and dissecting our heart and saying, you know, this little area here, you know, it's a. Uh, you got to let it go. You got to give it to me and you've got to forgive. And so I've been going through this process with the Lord and it's brought so much freedom. And um, <laughs> because he's preparing his bride. And in the natural, we're seeing the outcry of the people on the streets and destruction and chaos. And the Lord says, my, it's time for my bride to begin to arise. It's time that, that the real voice, the real purity in the voice of the crying of the bride to begin to make that sound that we were singing about today. And when they were talking about this sound, this sound, I was like, I, 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 I had a moment with the Lord where I could hear the cry of the bride of the Lord. And he's like, you know, they're crying for injustice. They're crying for all these things that were unjust. And he's like, that's not how justice looks. Justice looks different in the kingdom of God. Justice doesn't look like revenge. Justice doesn't look like evil, like I'm going to pay you back. Justice doesn't look like unforgiveness. Justice doesn't look like, um, you know, <laughs> I want them to have pain the way I had pain. That's not justice. Justice in the heavens and in the kingdom of God is, is um, it's to have a pure heart. It's to do things in honor. It's to do things for the glory of God. And it just looks so differently than what's being portrayed outside in the nation right now. And uh, the Lord has really been taking me through the steps and process in my heart because of the movement that is coming. Because the sons and the daughters and the way our heart is, is going to be important. Because... He keeps telling me, put love into action, what I've been hearing, and just not just talk about love, but begin to begin to show love, begin to possess love, begin to be um, obsessed with love. That when you speak out of your mouth, it sounds like love. That when you are around somebody, it looks like love from your expression of your face. That um, when, you're, when you talk to people in discussions, that the love of the Father began to pour out of your heart and not come with, uh, with all this other mess. And, you know, I, I did a video with my husband this past week. I don't get to do very many Facebook Lives with him, but we did this Facebook Live, and I'm sitting there, and the Lord's like, who cares who was right or wrong? Who cares who's right and who's wrong? We've wasted too much time. We've wasted so much energy on worrying about who's right and wrong that we never step into the real heart of the Father or the fullness of what God's called us to walk in. 
And I'm like, I, you know, I just, the Lord just has me in this place. And first Peter four, eight says most important of all, continue to show deep love for what, for each other, for love covers a multitude of sin. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong in the situation that you're battling in your mind, the situation that you're battling in your heart, because the love comes in and covers the multitude of of sin. So regardless of who was right or who was wrong, the unjust, the justice, God's love comes in because we walk in love. His love comes through us and oozes out of us to begin to cover the multitude of sin. So that way, if there's anything wrong that has been done, God comes with his love and begins to cover that thing. And then it eradicates it and gets rid of it. And then bitterness, um, hope defer, all these things can't be there anymore because love comes in like a wave and begins to take you into this deep place with him. Love is the only thing the enemy has never been able to figure out. He can't explain the power of the cross and how Jesus died and resurrected because he loved us. That is strategy right there. You, the enemy can try to figure out our thoughts and come in our mind and mess with our thoughts. And he can come in and try to um, perverse even the prophetic. And he can try to come in in different ways. But he cannot come in and distort love. He can't touch it. And he's so afraid of it. That's what brings him fear is when we love people and we walk in love, it brings the enemy fear and they want to run the other direction. The enemy does. And I'm just like, (laughs) so Robahashati, and I've, I've heard like a lot of ministers for years now talk about the great move of God and how this move of God was going to be about his love. And it makes perfect sense because the enemy can't figure out love. The enemy can't figure out when somebody talks bad about you, about you and you love them, he can't figure that out. Then you're no longer being used by him to do, to do what he wants you to do in agreement with him. And so, like, these are just, like, little nuggets. And I was like, you know, if I would have known some of this stuff a long time ago, um, families would have unity. Families would be brought together. And um, the enemy wouldn't have his way inside families anymore. And there would be such unity in the body of Christ. The enemy right now, he thinks that he's winning. When you look at things with the natural eye and the natural being, he thinks he's winning. He's like, I'm winning over the nation with evilness and bitterness and destruction and chaos. But all he's doing is setting up the stage for Jesus to walk wired in. That's why it has to start with us and our hearts and our love walk right now. Because if we're wanting the kingdom of God to show up, we have to look like the kingdom of God. And we can't just look like the kingdom of God, but we have to begin to walk like the kingdom of God. When Jesus walked on the earth, he looked like the kingdom of heaven. He looked like the kingdom of heaven in such a way that when he prayed for people, it was out of compassion. He's like, Jesus was moved with compassion every single time he brought healing to people. It says right before somebody was healed, he was moved with compassion. I'm telling you right now, 
if our hearts are not right, it's really hard for us to move in compassion over people when our heart is in distress. It just, it's just hard to happen. I believe right now we're just going through a preparation with the Lord and he's preparing his bride for what's coming. In Psalms 139, 23 through 24, David writes this. And he says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. He goes to the Lord and he says, search me out. Not pointing a finger and saying, search them out. He's like, search me out. Put me under the microscope for a moment that I can be dissected by your, by your hands. And I can come before you and you can begin to sort things out and make things right in my heart. That when I come before you, search me out first, God. Because I can't move in power and move in the things you have for me if I'm not being searched out myself. And after searching myself out, then I can come and I can, and I can pray and I can help others to be searched out too. Not by me or with a judgment finger, but that God would come and search their heart out to make things right with them so they can begin to move in power and not be deceived anymore with a deceptive thought that the enemy has lied to them about of what love looks like. Love is pure. I believe this is our prayer right now from a place in of, our, of our hearts and purity. And it's Matthew 6, 10 through 12. It says, manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. Just as it's fulfilled in heaven, we acknowledge you as our provider of all that we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. There it is right there. We've got to begin to walk in the fullness. And the way you walk in the fullness is starting right there. Kingdom has always been a word of great power. And when Jesus walked on the earth, he walked demonstrating the kingdom of God. In Matthew 6, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. That's why it's important we seek the Lord. We seek the kingdom of God right now, that everything that we're missing, that he will come and add it to us. It will be added to you. John 18, 36 says, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. And Jesus says how the kingdom is in our midst. Because you're like, well, how do I even access the kingdom? And he says in Luke 17, 20 through 21, it says, um, <laughs> it's titled the kingdom of the, the coming of the kingdom. And this is such a powerful part. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? And Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by, visual, by visible signs. You won't be able to say here it is or it's over there. For the kingdom of God is already amongst you. 
the kingdom of God is already here yeah. and it wanna it wants to manifest on the earth as it is in heaven but we can't uh, perceive that concept of the kingdom of God taking dominion and taking over the earth right now. So he's waiting on us to believe in it. He's waiting on us to align ourselves with his kingdom in our thoughts, in our heart, in our soul, in our spirit. In Matthew 4, 17, it says, For then on Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repentance comes with changing your mind. It's shifting of your mindset. It's not, it, it does involve, Father, forgive me. But in that process that you're coming to the Lord to say, Father, forgive me, he's changing your mindset not to think like a slave anymore unto the enemy. He's teaching you how to move as a king or a, a queen of the kingdom of God, that the way you walk with him, the way that you uh, stand with him has power, and you're no longer longer being deceived by the lies of the enemy anymore. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Mark 1:15. And saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Change your way of thinking. Believe the gospel. Believe the word of God that it has power. That when you repeat the word of God, it's going to bring movement and transformation and change every time you talk about his word. The kingdom of God is at hand. It's meaning that it's touchable within your grasp. It's here and it's now. It's before me. And we only need to take it and enter it and enter into it. And enter into it. That's what he's waiting for. You know, when he talks about, I've been really saying this over and over, but when you have, when you're pure, it says the pure of heart will see the Lord. When you're pure in your heart, that's when we begin to see the heavens. When we're pure in our heart, that's when we begin to see God. When we're pure in our hearts, that's when we have the encounters. And that's when the, the presence of God becomes manifested. When our pure, when our heart is pure, that's when we begin to see and begin to get activated in things in the fullness of what God intended for us to walk in, even for a now time. Walking in forgiveness in our hearts, walking in love, those are the characteristics of Christ. Your kingdom come, your will be done over every part of Brian. Your kingdom come, your will be done will be over every city, every town, even over our nation, that his kingdom will come and his will will be done. You know, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, you know, the Lord, he's been taking me through this process and Matt, I feel like I feel like I just got saved again and I'm like with the Lord <laughs> and I'm like at the beginning of my ministry again. <laughs> you know, when I was just so in love with him and all I kept telling him through worship was like, I just love you so much, God. Like, I can't do anything without you. Like, I need you so much in my heart. I need you so much in my life right now. And um, as I'm going through this process with the Lord, the Lord just keeps giving me little nuggets 
And he's like, you know, um, you're not just doing what you're doing for yourself, but you're doing it for a generation, and you're doing it for your legacy of your generations to come after you, your children's children. We talked about it when we sing that song, the, you're blessed, you know what I mean? And, we, and our spirit has to begin to catch it. And, um, and I was watching this movie the other day of this. It's not even a Christian movie, but, you know, God will use anything to speak to you. He'll use a donkey. You know what I'm saying? He'll use anything. And and I and I tell God, make me sensitive to hear you when you're talking, even through the foolish things of the world that you would speak to me. And um and I was there and I was watching this movie and this guy had been given a gift of healing and he didn't want to believe it. And people were coming around him, they were being healed and he was like, "No, I don't want it. I don't want it." And because he had a connection with somebody who had died in his life from a sickness, that's what caused his heart to desire healing. And he's sitting there and he pulls out this book in the movie and it's all his ancestors. And it talks about how, and it's all nothing but media newspaper ads in this book. And he's flipping through it and it's like his uncles and his 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 grandfathers and like generations past it talks about how the blind saw this family was healed in their eyes this family was healed um from from cancer this family was healed from this and this family was healed. and it just was ongoing and it was all black and white ads in there and it reminded me of like the revivals that have passed and how we come to a now time and how God's moved in those revivals. And now God's trying to show up again in a new revival through love. And I'm just like, man, this is so powerful. Well, you know, this morning I was in worship and I love things about like queens and kings. Like if you know me, I like Down Abbey. I like like because it's the perfect uh, depiction of what the kingdom of God is supposed to look like. It's the perfect way of how we're supposed to think and how we're supposed to walk as kings and queens of the king. And um, and so <laughs> I was remembering that when you look at um, the Queen of London and she walks through her hallways of her palace there, there's pictures on the walls of past generations that were there in position of authority upon that nation. And in this movie I was watching, it had the same thing. It had the pictures of his past generations, fathers and uncles and grandfathers, and underneath it was a little label of their names. And then here comes an empty frame where his name and his picture was supposed to go in. And I thought about that and I was like, God, there's an empty frame for us to fill on the wall of heaven right now. And it's up to us if we choose to step in it and walk in the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is at hand right now. And we have the opportunity to grab onto it and enter into it. And I was like, I want my picture on that wall, but not because, not because so I can get credit or glory for it, but I want it on the wall because that's what you've already spoken over my life. That's what you've already spoken over the, the sons and daughters of the most high. You've already said that about them. You've already said that they would heal the sick they would raise the dead and they would move in power god and you're not a god of talk but a power so if you're a god of, of not a god of talk and power then i want to move in your power god and god's like okay you want to move in power then move in my love 
Because that's the very essence of where my power was manifested and it was birthed from. That I was moved with compassion. There is nothing unpure in the Lord's heart. And he had to begin to forgive. Why did he forgive them? He forgave them because he never wanted his heart to be tainted. He never wanted to go to his father with a tainted heart. And even though he didn't understand because he did nothing wrong, even though he didn't understand, he said, Father, forgive them. Forgive them as they disrobe me. Forgive them as they, they beat me. Forgive them as we go through this process. Because I love my bride so much. Because I love this, my sons and my daughters so much. God is just up in heaven. He's like, because I loved you so much that I sent my son, right? John 3, 316, right? And we don't even realize the depth of it. We just say it like it's just another memorized verse. And God's like, go deep in that place. Go deep in that place. Go deep in my, in my heart, in that place where I can take you so deep that the next time something happens and occurs of hurt and offense, like you're just, you're just like this in your love bubble. And you just can't help but to love people. And like lately, like somebody will say something rude to me or something and like my flesh, you know, I'm human, will sometimes say something back to be a smart aleck. And God's like, not even that. He's like, not even that, because that purity, that same thing out of your mouth is what speaks in power. And you have to begin to speak and sound the way that I speak and sound. And not even that. You have to take that away, too. And I'm just like, all right, Jesus, because what it does is it provokes people when you become a smart aleck, even in your joking, even your, in your coercing with people, it, it hurts their hearts and you don't realize it. And the Lord's like, not even that. Come deeper with me. Come deeper with me. Go, go into that deep, deep place with me that you look and you sound like me and you don't look like yourself anymore. But all people are going to see is just me and you. And the love that I've given you to walk in is going to feel and look like me. That's what happened with Peter. Peter would walk by and, and people were healed. And you're like, how did that even happen? I know I've been asking God, I'm like, how did that even happen with Peter? How did Peter walk and get up in the morning and just his shadow would come and begin to heal people? Because I, I'm so hungry to see people healed. I'm so hungry for people not to suffer anymore. I'm so hungry, not because I want the glory, because I'll get on my face, but I'm so hungry for people not to be sick anymore. And I told the Lord, God, if I'm to move in power, bring healing to the body. I don't care what I look like. I don't care if I'm a mess on the floor. I can't get myself up. Even if it just takes just a piece of me to pour the love of God on them for them to be healed, then that's all that matters to me. And I don't think people can be in that place right now. So I pray for the body of Christ to move in humility. And that pride would be stripped from them. Because it doesn't matter anymore who's right or wrong. We can't waste any more time on who was right or wrong. But as we come closer to the Father, we become more like him. And when people come with bad motives and bad agendas, guess what? It doesn't matter. 
because the father's saying, forgive them. Even when they gamble your clothes and they make you feel a certain way, God's like, forgive them. You have so many other things he wants you to do right now. There's a cry of the bride. There's a cry of the bride upon our nation right now. And it's up to us to respond with a pure heart right now, with no motives and no agendas, but just the purity of your heart. Can we just stand this morning? God, we cry out this morning, Lord. We cry out over our nation this morning, God. That your kingdom come. That your will will be done, God. It's not about us, God, but it's about your kingdom, God. It's always been about your kingdom, Father. It's always about your movement of your kingdom on the earth, God, as it is in heaven and will be on earth, God. And we pray, God, that you help us to walk in this love walk with you, God. God, you're making things straight that were crooked, God. You're clearing out paths, God, before us, God, because our steps are ordered by heaven, God. And because our steps are ordered from heaven, God, you're clearing the pathways right now. Any stumbling blocks, anything that has stopped us in past times to step into your fullness, God, you're removing it this morning, God. God, I speak that over everybody here, everybody watching online, that you began to remove those stumbling blocks, that you begin to reveal your patterns in our hearts, God. Reveal the patterns that the enemy has created to believe that those were the right patterns when they were never from you, God. And you remove those past patterns, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Get it off the roots, God. The roots of hurt, the roots of offense, God. It doesn't matter anymore who was right or wrong, God. Help us in our hearts to forgive, Lord. Help us in our hearts to walk with you, God. Because the kingdom is going to come, and we have to get ready, Lord. We have to get ready and repent and turn our way of thinking around right now, Lord. God, we just ask right now, Lord, that your mercy and your grace would be upon us, God. As Pete was speaking about shaking things off <clears throat> in the spirit, I just, um, I just saw this dust coming off of us, that we were shaking off this dust, the shame, just the disgust that we feel of ourselves. We were being wiped clean by this fresh breath of air that's just blowing over us right now. Just God is blowing off that dust and just making us clean again. Just shake it off, God. Just shake off the, the ill feelings, the feelings of just, of just being dirty. Mm, Jesus, we just need you to just come make us clean again. Just blow all that dust away, Lord, as we shake. Shaking off this feeling of not good enough. Mm. Jesus, we just thank you for the, the work that you're doing in our hearts right now. 
We thank you for the, the way that you move us. You're going to shake everything that needs shaken. We just thank you, Lord, for the work. Your will be done, Lord. In Jesus' name. Just know your heart. Just know your heart. Just know your heart. 